Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite overweight scumbag waiting to be indicted. More corrupt than Grant, more corrupt than Nixon, certainly, with an important announcement for all my brain-dead potty-trained well-armed followers. I know I've been bilking you for cash for over six years now, but here's another reason to send Grandma's retirement account or your kid's college fund to me, Donald Trump. I'm doing my first release of my official Donald Trump NFT collection. It's amazing. We call it NFT because everything I'm going to tell you right now is not fucking true. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the finest digital artwork of some of the most crazed delusions I've had since I was 12. It's very exciting. It's just like baseball cards, if baseball cards were really bad drawings made by a delusional, narcissistic sociopath. There's one of me as a cowboy. One of me as an astronaut, I like that one. That's a good one, I love the astronaut. And one of me is a cross-dressing homicidal maniac who kills his father because he didn't love me enough. And here's the best part. You all go into a draw for some fantastic prizes. Dinner with me at Mar-a-Lago, a gift set of nuclear defense plans from NATO, and they're really nice, they're the nicest plans. They're the best plans I've ever seen in my life. And if you order by midnight tonight, these limited edition number two sculptures, these are striking examples of modern art, are actually stool samples collected over the four years when I was crapping in the White House. Some look like uh, round clouds of half-digested animal fat, and some actually some actually look like real sculptures. They really do. They look like real sculptures. That one over there looks like Mount Rushmore, if, if Mount Rushmore was made of shit. Each comes with a signed certificate of authenticity from my proctologist, Murray Hamilton. He's a lovely man. My original Trump trading cards are only $99, which doesn't sound like a whole lot with all the shit you get. You got to go to collecttrumpcards.com.com and send me your cash. Send me mom's cash. Send me any cash that you might find, you know, lying around the trailer near the shotgun or run down retirement home if you live there. Check under the uh, mattresses. You don't know what's in the sofa. Be part of my special community that's paying my legal team. You'll be glad you did. I love it. I really do. Show 299. 
299. Never make it. Yes. It has. We're, we're, we're just next to 300, folks. We're just next well, to 300. Is 300 the, the next uh, thing, or is it That the is the next one? show of the, a new year. It's going to be 300. Well, is the that the last show of the previous 100 or the first show of the next 100? This is the, this was this, uh, you know, the millennium question. You actually start counting up. You know how boring you are sometimes on this podcast. Do you really? Do you know? Because <laughs> no one cares. Well, yeah. Not <laughs> but yes, we're really up there. We're up something. I don't know that. Yeah, I, at least I, we I, keep counting. Yeah. This is the first hundred or the second hundred. I don't know. I barely mm. can keep count. I can't keep count at all. Anyway, uh, so what have you been doing, Randy? How, what, what have I have? been doing? Oh, uh, you know, as we uh, make our way up to the festive season, yeah. where 15 different religions have their uh, holiday, uh, you know, Diwali and Hanukkah. Yeah. And the, I think the Christians have one, the uh, midwinter solstice. Yep. I think the Christians might have one. I'm not sure if oh, they're... No, they just took over somebody else's. But yeah. the point is, is that... Happy holidays means, you know, all these other uh, events. So yeah. uh, we're not hijacking Christmas. We're just putting it in context. Oh, yeah. The people say they were hijacking Christmas. Have they have they done that on Fox News lately? I think they... I, oh, I, I don't know. Fox News is having a, a field day uh, against, um, you know, uh, the Australian ABC. Why? Because we called them out on being... Um, uh, you know, so uh, piss in the pocket on to Trump in uh, the 2020. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, one, yeah, of our, that, one of yeah. our uh, small uh, media outfits here in Australia. Well, it's, it's, not, it's our national media. National, outfit. it's yeah. you know, and and but do uh, you know that Crikey, which is a small media outfit, is actually suing uh, Lachlan Murdoch? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> but anyway, so we no. uh, our, our our national broadcaster was accused uh, of eight or nine counts of of being naughty, but they've only upheld two counts of being slightly naughty um, by not uh, putting all of the contextual uh, facts into the stories where they followed, um, you know, the Fox News people around uh, doing a fox hunt on the 2020 election. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's. It, I saw that report, and you guys out there are been. I'll tell you something. We get good. We get good stuff in our ABC yeah. about uh, that. And one of the greatest, best documentaries I've seen on Trump was actually done by the Australian ABC. And uh, yeah. you know, we've been following this stuff. Anyway, there's been a lot of things happening in politics. So it's the end of the year, guys. Yeah, it certainly has. Let's have the news. I Let's think. have the news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ah, there they are, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, they always fix it in post, don't they? The Fix It In Post Orchestra, ladies and gentlemen, wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. Date, dateline, the January 6th committee. Randy. <laughs> I love these guys. Yeah, they always, I, they always surprise me. Two years after the fact now. I thought I'd never end, you know. I was yeah. sitting there going, okay. The January 6th committee used its final meeting on Monday this week to summarize its 17-month investigation with a simple closing statement. We might want to prosecute Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't know. We're kind of thinking about it. Here are some key, here are some key takeaways from this investigation. 
the committee refers Trump uh, refers Trump to the Department of Justice on these things. For months, the committee went back and forth on whether it would refer Trump to the Justice Department for criminal prosecution. They have. The committee referred Trump to the DOJ on at least four criminal charges. Four? <laughs> While saying it in its executive summary released after the meeting, it had evidence of possible charges of conspiring to injure or impede an, off, uh, an official uh, or thing and seditious conspiracy. Right? And, and, and these were just one of the four things they sent to the Justice Department. Other possible findings by the commission include... Gravity exists. <laughs> you should avoid extended warranties when buying a used car. And John Wilkes Booth may have assassinated Abraham Lincoln. In practice, in practice, the referral is effective, effectively only a symbolic measure. It does not require the Justice Department to act. Merrick Garland was awoken from his coma in a nursing home and released a statement that said, Wow! Those are some really impressive findings. I, I better get up and, I don't know, have some coffee and maybe take a shower. We weren't supposed to, we weren't surprised about the Trump stuff, but what's this about gravity? Damn, have oh, I been God. out of the loop? Not to mention the fact that Abraham Lincoln is dead. I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I guess we. If it wasn't a photo, it didn't happen. Isn't that what Trump? <laughs> isn't that what they always say? That's what he said. I guess, and he went on and he said, "I guess we better get on that Lincoln thing. Uh, we got to interview this Booth fella." But you know, we don't want to rush into anything. The wheels of justice move very slowly. When asked when he might act on the death of Abraham Lincoln, he said, "Definitely in the next three years." After they interviewed a couple of dozen witnesses, um, in the in another story, Randy, in our abbreviated news, almost eight thousand shootings in America were attributed to unseasonable heat. Almost 8,000 shootings in the U.S. cities in recent years were attributed attributable to unseasonably warm temperatures. According to a new study, the researchers said the work suggested the climate crisis could be contributing to increased gun violence by pushing temperatures beyond normal ranges. Shootings were already known to peak in summer when people are outside more and he can cause aggression. But the new research took account of the season and showed that above average temperatures at any time of year would increase the risk of shootings. Police sources in Malaga, Spain, a city with one of the consistently warmest climates in the world, were asked how they maintained one of Spain's lowest rates of gun deaths. And they said, "Do I? can I do a Spanish accent? I don't know. Strangely enough. No, that's not I it. Can't. Strangely enough, we found that it can be warm as the Dickens here, and homicidal maniacs have a hard time executing gun deaths if they don't have any oh, guns. Have guns, that's right. <laughs> Congratulations, it, Bill, on that accent. They, I, I uh, they'll go in the archives, I think. These facts continue to baffle Republican experts in the USA, where they have put forward a radical new law to minimize gun deaths by buying more air conditioning and installing ceiling fans in public schools. And uh, that's all I have today. Oh, Bill. Uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, the, 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 what about the extreme cold when they're indoors arguing? Evidently, when you're Christmas, how Christmas brings out the worst in families. I'll bet the guns come out at the Christmas dinner table. 
Not in the Northeast. No, no. Oh, I got, cold doesn't right now, they're asphalt freezing over there. Oh, yeah. My like, God, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's very, and, it's uh, very terrible. Yeah. They're and, snowed in. Uh, you know, COVID, iso- COVID isolation, which is just about as much as snow day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Raised the gun death rate. Well, people were inside and frustrated. Actually, it didn't. It, it, it sent it down. And then when COVID restrictions were lifted, it's like America speeded up to, you know, make up time. And they had to work overtime. Gun deaths. Yeah, yeah, Get those yeah. gun deaths up, you know. I, I don't know. Um, but um, there are a couple of things I wanted to just chat with you about. First of oh, all. No, please. I, I'd love to chat with you. Just I, don't chat, see enough, I don't see enough of you, you know. I, I know. I know. And uh, listen, I was just thinking about the uh, – now. Do you? I'm starting to think, Grandy, that don't start now. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm starting to think, man. I'm starting to think that our long national nightmare may be over, and I think they're going to have to prosecute. What's oh, your What's your T, feeling, uh, Doctor T? Doctor, uh, the five fingers of Doctor T. Yeah, let's get him. Yeah, no, but do you think that you think there's going to be prosecution in the in the new year? That's my view. No, because they don't control the house. Uh, they'll somehow they'll put a slam they'll slam a lid on it. No, no, it's out of the house. So it's now it's with the DOJ, and it's with this the new special prosecutor that uh, Merrick Garland is appointed, and they can do anything they want. Oh, so that, okay. Well, then I then I'd say yes, but otherwise, uh, anyway. You know what the let's the, give him a Christmas present. He'll never forget. Yeah. Well, I mean, it now you know what the key to uh, prosecuting Trump was is when he lost the midterm. And they say that there's no politics in this. And it's absolutely untrue, because as soon as he was bloodied politically yeah, and as soon as it became obvious that he was it, it, the Republicans were backing away from him, it makes it easier for the yeah. DOJ to go in on them because secretly I'm telling you that secretly there's a whole lot of those Republicans, the 118 Republicans that didn't vote for this, but I I got a whole, I got a feeling a lot of those guys are secretly wishing that Santa brings Donald an indictment because I'll get this fucker out of the way. Because uh, the Republicans, as I called them, yeah, (laughs) They are uh, sorry about that, Bill. Yeah, uh, that's all right. That's all right. You know, I had to drop the C bomb. Yeah, the C bomb. They deserve it, man. But in that context, the Republicans uh, are really angry about the digital uh, digital Donalds. Yeah. And uh, how many of them are there now? Uh, Sixteen digital Donalds. Oh, and you I mean just, the digital ones that he's selling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Just think that is the most blatant uh, merchandising. I mean, your thing about the uh, selling his shit samples, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, as art, I thought, hang on a minute, I've, I, there's a grain of truth in that. Yeah, there is a grain of truth, you as know? well as as well as some grain in it. But, yeah, uh, and, and bits of corn. Can't I just peas? I just think you know, prize from a happy meal. They, you they know, they really hate. They really the Republicans really hate. The, this blatant, uh, you know, shysterism. Well, because it's insane. 
You know, it is insane. It, yeah. it, it, it's And what you're dealing with, the more and more you kind of like sit there and look at this, is what we said. And I, I, I can call back the episode in which we did it. And it was before he was elected. Yeah. You go back in our episodes before 2016. I mean, we were talking 2015. We yeah. ran an episode in which we said, Donald Trump is insane. Yeah. And he's going to take America for everything he's worth, which he, ha- he absolutely. is. Absolutely. It's just everything that everything that Bill Maher prophesized, everything that we prophesized, everything that the liberals said was going to happen has happened, you know, and and that's one thing that the liberals, you know, I mean, you don't have a true liberal voice in in uh, um, uh, network anymore. MSNBC has gone to the right Fox News, you know, I mean, so you don't have a liberal voice. But time and time again, the liberals are right. The liberals are right. People like uh, Hartman and people like uh, um, uh, Keith Olbermann is back. Oh, I love Keith. Uh, what are we going to have a little bit more of him? Well, no, you can you can actually iHeartRadio is running his show every day. Mm. And uh, he is a welcome contributor to this kind of debate. And if you haven't listened to Keith, uh, he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> He is a pain in the ass. I imagine working for him is probably difficult, but I'll tell you something. His voice is fantastic, and he's, oh, he's very when much. When you channeled him two shows ago, yeah, I, I was. Um, I, I kept thinking, has Bill cut into Keith Oberman because you channeled his rhythms, you channeled his yeah. uh, his timbre. It, that, that, it was that, wonderful. That, yeah. yeah, but I love. I I've always when we started this podcast, he was still. I it was. He, I think he was still on when we started the podcast. And uh, I love Keith. And then I, they I, made him a sports broadcaster to get him off the political desk. Well, he was always a sports broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, but then they, yeah. they, they made it so he couldn't do political shit. Yeah. That's right. They said, you can come back, but don't talk about politics. Yeah. And, you know, he was a liberal. He's too liberal. But then again, everything he said came true. You know, it's, it's like the people who are the Medusas that, you know, and Drift Glass and Blue Gal. Uh, who has been who have been on this show have said so many times before that uh, we are the, the we are cursed by our memory in the liberal media because I mean we remember shit you know the only way the Republicans are actually a, a relevant force in American politics is you forget the shit they did yesterday <laughs> you know you can see you know, whether it be Watergate whether it be blacklisting whether it be I mean you go back and we're always asked to forget the shit that they've done last time. Because they've always been a malignant party. They've always. Hey, uh, listen, you want to hear about uh, Trump's tax returns? Did he, uh, they actually found them? Yes, I have a report here. Uh, the amount of income deductions and taxes paid by uh, or refunded to former President Donald Trump while serving in the White House was detailed in a new report that came out last night. The report reveals that Trump on his federal tax returns declared negative income, get this, 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2020, and that he paid a total of, wait for it, ladies and gentlemen, $1,500 oh in my 2016 God. and 2017. On their 2020 tax income tax returns, Trump and his wife, Melania, paid no federal income taxes, claimed a refund of 547 million dollars according to a report from the staff get a refund if you haven't actually spent Uh, 
it's it's astounding, isn't it? And this well, is not not just about Trump. This is about the the rich in general, you know, because uh, the rest of us will get you know screwed over a mistake. And uh, but the report nine million dollars refund. Five point four seven million dollar refund. Five point four seven million dollars yeah. refunded, but that means you actually have to spend money to be refunded. Now, what he can't even declare losses for letting the Secret Service stay at his resorts mm. while protecting him because he would charge them more than the public rate. So yeah. he actually made money off the Secret Service. Yes, Was he did. Did he pay taxes on that? You want to guess? (laughs) I would like so that. And here you are, you know, saving your receipts when you go to the fucking stationery store. (laughs) Yes, I do. Well, so do I. Yeah, I do too. If you're that's wrong. That's just wrong. I mean, be refunded Mm. without actually having spent anything. Yeah, is Melania like her clothes? I thought you know. People were crawling over themselves to dress her. Yeah. Uh, give her a bag and say, put it over your head. Uh, or take it off. You, you were more popular when you were naked. But <laughs> honestly. You know, but there, I'll tell you something. What's it, What's it, uh, even more amazing, and yeah. if you really want to think about it, is how this guy who pays no taxes, bilks millions of dollars out of the public purse. Yeah. He manages to win a presidential election posing as a populist. But the 45% still believe he's honest. Yeah. They still believe he has done nothing wrong. Pub, 45% some- uh, who say, you, you know, the the uh, January 6th insurrection was just a bunch of tourists yeah. visiting the White House. Yeah. Uh, all of that. There, There is a 45% of America... That believes the sun shines out of Donald Trump's ass. Yeah. It's gone down. You got to say it's oh, gone down. Very, very, very little. Yeah. And my that's. Mother, my mother, last time I was there, still thought he was a good man. He was a good man. He was a businessman. It's what we needed. Really? <laughs> Is your mother eating her own food still? <laughs> She's eating her own shit and, and finger painting it with it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Well, I tell you, if Randy's mom, if Randy's mom, Randy's mom wants to send her money to me, that's right, Donald Trump. Oh dear. You think she'd get get one of those EFT cards? Oh, of course. Oh, uh, she probably has them all already. Oh my God. All right. Well, listen, um, we're hoping in the coming year that uh we finally uh get to stop this death watch of uh of what's happening with uh, Donald Trump. So listen, uh we're that is, that is a rather short time for me, but listen, I'm gonna t- we're gonna take a humorous pause, have a little bit of comedy, and then we're coming back with Randy's rant for our final episode of 2022. Welcome to Week of Nothing. I'm Michael Che. I'm Colin Jost. Insiders are saying that the House January 6th committee will refer at least three criminal charges against Donald Trump. But after this week, I, I think he's pretty much locked down that insanity place. <laughs> 
announcement. I'm doing my first official collection of Donald J. Trump digital trading cards. <laughs> or to use the technical term, nifties. Nifties. I call them nifties because they're so neat. They feature incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. For example, when I was an astronaut. <laughs> or me riding a big elephant. Trump cards are e Semi-retired maniac Donald Trump has launched a collection of digital NFT trading cards depicting him in various costumes, including cowboy, superhero, and most unbelievable of all, guy who didn't dodge the draft. Herschel Walker denied allegations from a second woman that he pushed her to have an abortion, saying, I'm done with this foolishness, which is also what Walker says when he takes off the condom. <laughs> Welcome one and all down here, up there, out there, all around the world. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. This right now... This is our last show of 2022. We made it. My New Year's resolutions are going to be working out more <laughs> and not having to talk about Nazis. <laughs> I wonder... I wonder which one I'll have to break first. <laughs> Years ending on a bit of a bang, what looked like to be a slow news day has suddenly been transformed into a bracing moment of history, and it's all thanks to the former president. You see, yesterday, he posted on his social media site promising a major announcement tomorrow, <laughs> along with this video. America needs a superhero. Kind of mysterious. What would he possibly use that laser vision for? Jim, can we pull out a little bit? There you go. That makes sense. That's on brand. No one knew what this major announcement was going to be, but there was a lot of actual speculation. Would he announce a long-shot bid to become Speaker of the House? Would he announce his intended running mate? And would Kid Rock say yes? <laughs> Often, these pre-hyped announcements turn out to be duds. Not this one. Because late this morning, the former president dropped the blockbuster news. Major announcement. My official digital trading card collection is here. That's right. You read that right. The ex-president of the United States, the ex-most powerful man in the world, has launched a line of trading cards. It's Gropimon with Pikachu. Lord have mercy, this is the least dignified attempt at post-presidential merchandising since the launch of Tickle Me Truman. <laughs> On the official trading cart website, and yes, there is one, it's www.thesaddestthingyouveeverseen.org. <laughs> The former president tells you just what you can expect from this premium opportunity. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. He's a business genius. <laughs> Jumping in on the NFT market when it's at its hottest. <laughs> Next, he's releasing an exclusive line of rotary phones. 
Det er det samme. Altså, ja, ja. The trading cards allow you to collect all of your favorite characters from the extended former president universe because every card is him. There's, and these are all real, him playing golf, him approving of gold, him wearing a hat that says Dow, just like they do on Wall Street, and him stealing the torch from the Statue of Liberty. He took her torch. It makes sense. She was holding it to light away for the immigrants. He was like, back, you huddled masses. I'll burn you. I got a silver bullet. Bang, bang. Eat flame, Jose. Gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. And now it's time for Randy's Rant, just like the oh, announcement But said. I'm not ranting, Bill. You know, like last week, you showed me the error of my ways in being like uh, a negative ninny. So I've decided... Yeah. From now on, I will try to do something funny, something borrowed, something new, something blue. I will try to do uh, a, a variety of um, yeah of bits and pieces. So uh, cool. My funny bit today. Oh, here it is. Humor. Two ninety nine. Uh, yeah. Okay. A woman brought bought some reading glasses at Walmart. Yeah. But got mad and demanded a refund. Yeah. Because she said they didn't work. Because when she tried them on, she still couldn't read. Then I'm dumb. Thank you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes, um, right, so true. <laughs> now uh, I've been seeing these ads. Yeah, now, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Are you worried about your pets after the rapture? <laughs> Be prepared. We have after rapture pet care. For just $9.99 a month, you can register your pet to be prof- professionally cared for after you are raptured. All are you kidding me? Been, Is this all real? Of our, all of our staff have been collected based upon their love of animals first, but most importantly to ensure that they are either atheist or non-Christians. Call today. <laughs> and you know, it, on, on it, half it, of me says that's true. Half yeah. of me says... When you see the ad, and it yeah. comes up on Facebook, and I keep thinking, that can that be real? Anyway, also, yeah. how to profit from the coming rapture. Getting ahead... <laughs> That's right. ...if you're left behind. And it's about having an invest... Getting people who intend to be raptured to invest their money with you. Great. Yeah, that's America, baby. Yeah, how to pro- profit from the coming rapture. Yeah. Getting ahead when you're left behind. This is the investment guide. This is the investment guide that the Antichrist didn't want you to read. <laughs> Are you going to be raptured? Is there a possibility of you leaving this earth with the great Jesus Christ to live in His kingdom? What about your dog? What are you going to do? Well, yeah, worry yeah. no more. So pay us ten dollars a month now to register your pet 
Let's come on over here to come over here to Joe's atheist dog grooming. We'll look after him forever because we got nothing except the nuclear fallout to look forward to here. There's not going to be any fallout from rapture. They're just all going to go to heaven and leave their clothes. I just hate They're the actually way. I hate the way they're so, fu- you know, they're just so happy with themselves that, well, in, you know, in the vehemence in which they're going, oh, you're going to die. And you, well, you, you laugh at me now, but oh, you watch there, it. There's actually movies of the rapture. I know. Uh, like uh, airplanes crashing because both of the pilots were Christians. And anyway, uh, last month, my good news story was the Crookwell Bears All calendar about the town of Crookwell, New South Wales. Doing a nude calendar. I love that one. Well, they sold out of the entire run of 400 in less than one week. Kids, get out of the tent. They sold out the calendars. Yeah. Right. They raised $20,000. And they now have orders for many, many, many more, including from the UK, which is the home of the nude calendar fundraiser. So there you go. That's great. Brookware Bears All. Sold out their entire run in one week. My holiday altruism, mm. there, uh, I don't have a total heart of stone. I gave a holiday food hamper to a family in crisis. Oh, good. good. Through Second Bite. Mm. Second Bite is an organization we have here in Victoria that distributes uh, excess food, including cooked food from restaurants and food excess food from supermarkets. Mm-hmm. And I've decided to give an ongoing monthly second bite food gift. Oh, very good. The reason is, is I just cannot stand mm. the image of kids going to bed hungry or to school without lunch. Now, we're a country that mainly has a lot of safety nets. Yeah. But some of them just, people just fall through the cracks. Yeah, very so much. So I decided this was going to be my ongoing gift, monthly, uh, a food gift. I also sponsor a child, and I have for about six or seven years. I've sponsored he's two in high school. For he's about in high 10. school now. Yeah, mine mine is UNHCR, which I really love. Yeah. And, uh, and I sponsor uh, – there's a – a guy named Tim Costello. He's religious, but it never. Oh uh, yeah, because I liked yeah. him. Tim Costello is a is a um, uh, is a part of the uh, people at World Vision, and yeah. th- those are the people that I've sponsored for my He's kids. Right, but, Tim and his brother is a conservative politician. Not, and, not like his brother. They Tim. couldn't be more different. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Now, yeah. Okay, I have decided. And I want to tell everybody about this because it does take some commitment. I've decided to start paying cash again instead of plastic. Now, but we lost sight of the benefits of cash over the convenience. Yeah. Now, here's why we should all pay cash everywhere with banknotes instead of a card. Okay. Okay. You've got a $50 banknote in your pocket. Correct. You go to a restaurant and you pay for dinner with it. The restaurant owner uses the banknote to pay the laundry. The laundry owner pays uses the banknote to pay the barber. The barber uses the banknote to do some shopping. Now, after an unlimited number of payments, you still have fifty dollars, mm. which has fulfilled its purpose to everyone who's used it for payment, and the bank has not benefited from any cash payment transaction made. That's correct. Yes. 
But mm. if I came to a restaurant and paid digitally via cat card, tap, 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 the bank fees for my payment transaction charged to the seller are two and a half to three percent. Yeah. So around a dollar fifty. And so will the fee of a dollar fifty for each payment going on after that, the laundry. Uh, the payments uh, to the barber, etc. So after 30 transactions, the $50 is now only $5. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And the remaining $45 has become the property of the bank. That's correct. So yeah. thanks to all of the digital transactions and fees. So if we go back to paying cash, I'm not saying you have to do it all the time. We had, went shopping today uh, for the big items. We Yes, we did have to use the tap. But for the most part, I've just been paying cash. Or you use a debit card. You know, you use a debit. I use a debit card. It's not a credit card. Yeah, and and by the way, let me let me tell you something. If you're, they still get charged. They still get charged, even though I'm not using credit. Yeah, yeah, there's an account keeping charge. But here's the thing: Uh, the never look, tear up your credit cards, tear them up. You will say well, you know what I mean. Don't don't be obtuse. (laughs) (laughs) Just get rid of them because when you realize how much you're getting fucked by that little piece of plastic in your pocket that says Visa on it, you are getting fucked up the ass. Or Mastercard, or Mastercard, or any of them, or any of them. Now, I still have a debit card that I might use if I'm buying something over the net or something like that. But yeah. I'll tell you, man, I I took a look at the fees. I decided I would I would just get rid of my credit card. Yeah. Um, after it was just you know after Chrissy died, it's just me. So I figured, okay, I'll uh, I'll just have uh, I'll live in a cottage and I'll just get rid of my credit card. Man, I'm saving a bundle. I am saving a huge it, amount it, of money. It is, the convenience though does um, uh, Trump. Sorry, I shouldn't use that word anymore. <laughs> What's uh, that? Does Trump having cash all the time? You yeah. know, tell us what Trump says. Anyway, <laughs> you have to use it in some cases. Yeah. But I, I certainly feel that I'm swinging back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm swinging back. Uh, I have cash in my pocket. Um, and here's another Ellen thing. has cash in her pocket. Yeah. Yes, we have to automatically use a credit card to top up. Uh, Mikey, for instance, which is our um, our transit uh, yeah. uh, transport card mm. um, for trains and things. Yes, there there are times when you've got to use the bank system, mm. and the card is the best way to do it. But I don't have to use it for every transaction, and mm. for a while there, that's all I was doing. Yeah, and, and you get into the habit of doing it. Here's another thing: is I'm now it, getting into the habit of cash. Here's another thing. I um I I started uh, doing my Christmas shopping and and I'm not going. You're to the a bit bank. late. We're staffing tomorrow. Well, no, I yeah, I've got most of it done. Thanks. Don't be obtuse. Uh, but I mean, I I didn't go to any of the big mega marts, man. I, I went strip shopping in the local town and I found some great stuff. Shop local, live local. I've been doing that. Absolutely. One Viking's got some great shops. Oh, we do, we do. You see, we haven't destroyed the like that. We have butcher shops here. I mean, an actual butcher shop. You come yeah. in. It's a butcher. I'm Ted the Butcher. Remember that? We have those things here because we don't have Walmart at the edge of town driving every fucker out of business, mm-hmm. you know, which is what happened in America. You know, I mean, my small town, uh, Needham, Massachusetts, can't even recognize it anymore. Yeah. It's just, you know, 
a donut shop and I mean, you, do have a, you don't have three supermarkets it's a big town and yeah. it's a big, a big country area so people do come in to do major shopping mm-hmm. um you know and there is a shopping center the the, the coles one over there um mm-hmm. coles Kmart. but honestly you, you for the most part you can shop at a bakery that bakes bread yeah you can shop at a butcher shop that that dresses meat for you yep. and makes their own sausages yeah you can it's not all plastic no it's not it's not Which here's is- another one i discovered this when i went back to you know where to america in santa, Bar- in santa barbara you know if you ever look at um what do they call it a facebook marketplace people sell things on facebook marketplace yeah i was looking at facebook marketplace to see the price of something and I came across Alfredo Paisano. What? Who's Alfredo Paisano? He was selling sperm donation. <laughs> well, well, who's this guy? What on, an ego. Hang on. It's been up there for uh, nearly two months now. I will give you my sperm. I am Pedro oh, Paisano. Now he's being dead serious. Yeah. I'm a sperm donor located in Santa Barbara, California. I'm willing to donate by NI or AI. Now, NI is natural insemination. You know, and that means there is AI, which is artificial insemination. Yeah. Now he. What a guy! What a what a really good guy. <laughs> he had pictures of himself. He's a looks like a real sleaze. He had pictures of himself <laughs> as a baby. Of course he is. <laughs> they all don't. Of course he is. Of himself as a baby, <laughs> and things like that. I just wonder. My name anyway, is Pedro, man. Yeah. I, I, you he's, chicks love me, okay? Yeah. You can love he's me. Very Italian. <laughs> or Mexican, whatever. Yeah. Fredo, uh, it's not, it, it, Bill, this isn't a joke. I've actually, no, you're got right. I'm sorry. Ad, but I just wonder, you know, if somebody wants to do it by natural insemination, yeah. not all of us can be one hit wonders. <laughs> so he may have to go a few times. Anyway. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I just thought it was, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. And on a community- Thank you for taking us on that trip, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's my real Love rant. me. Here's my real rant. Oh, now we're getting to the real stuff, are we? Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you, William. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to have We've got it we've gone through the spoof and now it's <laughs> I kid, I kid. Come on, man. Okay. Now I check. I tested this with Val. Okay. Our our Val. Yeah. This uh, girl from uh, Glens Falls, New York. Yeah. Probably snowed in right now. They are. Yeah. I decided to find this came about when we were looking at um, fried foods and uh, insulin and all those things that America is doing different from the rest of the world and killing people. Yeah. So I thought, what are the 10 things that are killing America? Hmm. So I started this list, and I put it up on on my uh, page, and I asked people for comment. Now, Val said, uh, I've nailed it, but stupidity is probably the greatest one. But that really covers uh, at least four of the key factors. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go through my 10 things that are killing America, and you tell me what you think. Okay, sure. Number one, corporate greed. Yeah. 
Ford Pinto. Let's just pay the people that die yeah. from exploding cars and not fix them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's sell insulin for uh, 400 times what it costs us to produce. Yeah. Or uh, EpiPens. You know, let's, those I think are, corporate greed, I think, are not only killing America, but killing Americans. Yes, it is. They, they do. I mean, the, the, yeah. the gun laws and, and the medical system is just. Oh, the private medical system for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, actually, that's one of the 10 private health and medicines. Yes. Because I, I felt that, that the health private health lobby deserves its own. So pri- number two, private health and medicines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. America could have an incredible health system based on, as we are here in our country, 1.5% of the um, uh, taxable income is mm-hmm. a levy. Uh, Bernie Sanders not the socialist dog, but the politician, has actually given people the formula mm-hmm. of how tax uh, levies can pay for this. But nobody will have it. But and you will pay you you will pay less. I mean, that was the Medicare for all thing. You won't pay anything. Well, no, what I'm saying is that the, the levy on the taxes is a, just a, 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 a small percentage of what people are getting paid by paying huge amounts in uh, in, in private insurance. But when I was in America, like I said, the two things people don't talk about are guns and health cover. Mm. They if they don't have health cover. They can't have a job. They, they go for their job. And the first thing they ask is, what's the health cover? Mm. Mm. My brother said, oh, I got a great job. It's got great health benefits. Yeah, I know. Uh, not whether it's a nice job or working for nice people. It was about the health benefits. Well, once I once I got you, health cover is a great way to get you by the balls. Uh-huh. So I mean, you're not going to cause trouble if you have if you got a family and you're working for me. Yeah. You know, and you're getting your kids' health care and your wife's health care through my company. Are you going to give me any problems on wages? Or conditions, or any of that shit. Or, 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 or play, play the play the workers' union card. Yeah, or play the workers' union card. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, it, oh, that's my second one is public health and medicines, and the charge. Uh, oh, we 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 did last last month. We did um, uh, insulin. Yeah, insulin that costs five to ten dollars to make. They charge up to four hundred dollars for. Right. Here in Australia, you get, it's $30 a month. I mean, you still have a charge because these things cost. Yeah. But, um, depending on how your ability to pay, it could be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that, that I think, is, is, is a striking way that Americans are killing themselves and their country. Mm. Number three, political gerrymandering and voter manipulation. Absolutely, yeah. They are manipulating the voting, especially now in in, in anticipation of 2024, so that the disadvantage for uh, racial minorities or mm. uh, you know poor poor groups which traditionally vote Democrat, mm. they are really setting America up for the fall mm-hmm. through gerrymanders and mm. voter manipulation. Mm. Do you remember the one where they had uh, voter uh, post boxes? Because you could vote by dropping in, per- in particular post boxes, 
And they were run by the Republicans. Well, the Republicans have, have realized one thing, that, that the demographics of America are changing. And and uh, I just finished listening to Rachel Maddow's podcast, which is about uh, a fascist conspiracy in the 40s. And one of the things that you kind of realize is that when it came to fascist conspirators, conspiracies, the Republicans have a history of this. Yeah. They have a history of this. And one of the fascist conspiracies that you have in America right now is um, the conspiracy to quelch the vote, to, to destroy the fact that they have not won an election by a plurality of popular vote since God knows when, since uh, George W. Bush. And they they wish to rule the country. I mean, make no mistake about it. There are 118 people in the Congress that didn't vote to to uh, um, uh, didn't vote to pass on the uh, January 6th stuff or to impeach Trump. You have 118 people who are really traitors. They're traitors, and a lot of those people were deeply involved in the January 6th attack. Exactly. So what you're basically seeing is the return of fascism from an already fascist party. The, the right wing of the Republican Party, I'm not saying the whole Republican Party, but the right wing of the Republican Party ha always had its roots in the John Birch Society, the KKK, oh. all these guys. They, 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 they go to the Republican Party. Ever since uh, ever since Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act, the, the Republican Party has been absolute fascist. You know, For, it, it's been going that way since Nixon. You know, I'm not saying that everybody who is Republican is fascist. What I'm saying is the seeds of fascism are part and parcel of the traditions of the Republican Party. Yep. Number th uh, four, mm. Trumpism. Now, Trump I, there is no Trumpism. It's Republican. Well, I hate, yes, tr I hate are Trumpism. A lot it's of not that 45%. Republican. Yeah. That 45% consider themselves uh, Trump followers, like a religion. Yeah, but all of them climbed on the board, man. All of them, yeah. played, you know. I mean, no fucking lifeboats for these bricks. No fucking lifeboat. Where was exactly. Mitt? Where was exactly. Mitt Romney? You know, I don't like the idea of Trumpism. You guys nominated him. You were very happy to support him when yeah. he became president. And now suddenly there are good Republicans and bad Republicans. No, no, no. You're all bad. The Republicans are like. Uh, I mean, but some of them, you're right. This is not a Trump uh, problem. It's Romney, a Republican Romney, problem. Mitt Romney was uh, could be considered, uh, you know, a good Republican if there was such a thing. Yeah, like a good German. Listen, you know, like I'm the, sorry, the senator, the senator Mitt, from uh, um, the only ones I have respect for are the ones that lost their seats rather than do their shit, and I respect. Well, how about the part? Yeah. Okay. Number five, religious extremism. Yeah. That is almost an American product. Uh, the religious extremism uh, of the, and, and I mean extremism. Yeah, but know, Christian uh, oh, extremism. Extremism yeah. has been everywhere. It's not just American, yeah, but. But a religious extremism. Well, God, well, look at the, Tal about the, auto the Taliban just went around the other day and just took every kid out of high school, every woman out of high school. And, and oh, that's college. right, in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan. And who you knew that would go, happen? You can't go to high school, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're up there. But the thing is, with American right-wing evangelical fascism, is that, and not all Christians are evangelical, but the charismatic evangelical, when they lead with 
the Republican Party, just as they did in the 40s. Father yeah. Coughlin, Father Coughlin, all these yeah. religious fanatics on yeah. the right wing of the church blend with the Republican Party and make a cult. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, number six, uh, racism and white privilege. Is I, I can't talk about that. I'm too privileged. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That It's one of the things that's killing America. People are still incredibly racist. They say they don't profile, but they do. Mm. And, they're, and they're saying white privilege, which is now less than 50%. Mm. They, they're sad about losing that position. So racism and white privilege being exercised mm. is is one of the things that's killing America. Mm. Here's another one. These the, the next ones, uh, seven and eight, are probably quite similar. Extreme entitlement. Americans believe they are entitled. American citizens believe they are entitled. Well, we've had it good. We've had it good for so long. I know, and now it's bad. Do you remember, and the next one, U.S. US exceptionalism. Mm. If you think of the uh, that opening speech of the newsroom, written by... Um, Aaron you know, Sorkin, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin, that America is really only number 35. and The one that really just tore that poor girl down. Um, she's not poor. I mean, she was just ignorant. Mm. Uh, I think extreme entitlement and U.S. exceptionalism are one of the things that the rest of the world finds disgusting. But that's, you know, I'll tell you something. That's a recent thing because there was a time when we were the exceptional nation, untouched by war, an incredible economic powerhouse. America had its hand in rebuilding an entire European continent after World War II. And unlike any other and Japan and, and Japan and Japan as well. I mean, that is an exception. Look, with all the shit that goes down against America, man, you you were you. They was, did some great stuff, and they uh, still do great stuff. We still do great stuff. Yeah. But, but the point is, is that the individual American, who is the one who is killing his own country, with entitlement, extreme entitlement. But and, that entitlement was fostered. You know, it's the rampant consumerism when Bush gets up in front of a group of people and, you know, says, you know, go and uh, go to your shopping malls. You know, I mean, that that's all the, yeah. the entire economy is supported by this overconsumption that is perpetualized. And you have these people who, you know, say they're, you know, I mean, they say they're they, they, they say they're poor, but they have a. 58-inch screen at all, you know, I mean, it's a 55-inch screen, you okay. know. Uh, now, this, number nine, uh, Val says this is probably the, tr the, the the major reason that things are killing America is poor public education. Yes. America is undereducated, if anything, but those that are educated, it's quite poorly handled. So poor public education probably leads to a lot of things like believing public uh, private health is is better for you, believing uh, religious extremism or racism or entitlement. A lot of these things come from being poorly educated. Mm. And like Val said, the key factors in poor education in probably four or five of the categories that I've mentioned. Mm. And Val's got her fingers on the pulse. She is the pulse. 
She is, you know, right there in the American heartland, even though it's New York. Mm. But she sees and hears it. And I think um, she's part of the reason that uh, um, there is some sanity because she recognizes it. Now, number 10 mm. is probably a bit literal, but lack of gun control. Oh, they yeah. are literally shooting themselves to death mm. at the rate of 35 to 40,000 people a year. Yeah. Now, it's going to take a long time to get, get through everybody, but mm. there are three guns for every man, woman, and child in the United States. That's amazing, man. That never yeah. ceases to amaze me. Yeah, so I don't think that they're going to be able to control guns ever. Well, there are too many out there right now. There are too many out there. Yeah, even with a a buyback like Australia had or a country that got behind the whole thing, a conservative government um, basically banned automatic weapons. That's that's true. In 96. But I don't think you'll ever get it in America. So the lack of gun control is is the number 10 thing that's killing America. Mm. And And that's my right. Well, I love you, Randy, and I love you guys. Good luck, good luck and good night. Good luck and good night. And uh, listen, Dust, uh, if you want to uh, uh, rate us, you go to iTunes and uh, just write a review or give us a rating. We really would appreciate it. We'll see five you next time. Five stars at least, yeah. And yeah five stars at least. Mores, remember? <laughs> we'll see you next year, next 2023, Randy. Oh, we get to do another show next week before New Year's. Are you thinking? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to have. Well, there'll be some time on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, we'll get back to you guys. We love you all. Be well out Bye, there. Bye, Val. Bye, Val. Bye, Val. Thank you for helping. We'll yeah. see you next time on. Love the, you. Bye. Bye. The, the Bill Show with Randy. Thank you. Take care. Good night.